This call is now being recorded. Hey there. Well, hey there. You know what this is? Yeah, I think it's episode 42. It is the B2B podcast episode 42. I have no idea how we got this far. Nope. It's it's, it's a not. mystery. Yeah. It is. It's very strange. Like yeah. that we're actually continuing to do this. Our tens of listeners are probably thrilled that another episode is coming out. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we can hear them I mean, jumping up and down. We have a, a, ded- a very dedicated fan base who uh waits anxiously for every every single episode of the B2B podcast. And yeah. there's still a lot of speculation about what B2B means. Yeah. Someone uh, someone asked me the other day what that means, and there's a few answers. Yeah. Yeah. The favorite, and, and he guessed, he said, does that mean vag to vag? Yeah. And I mean that's uh it's pretty spicy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of hot takes on popular culture, let's talk about Pinocchio. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Have you seen the uh Disney version of Pinocchio? I saw the original, but it's been a very long time since I've seen it. I don't quite remember the plot, but I know it's pretty creepy. I Yeah, I think it came out in, like, 1942, like a, right. a long time ago, uh, one, of their, right. one of their first animated movies. Um, yeah. And, and there was a – fairly recently there was, a, like, a live-action remake – that okay. kind of, I think it was a I think it was a foreign production that really didn't get any any traction. Okay. And I think part of it is because it's so dark. Like Yeah. I was talking about the idea of remaking Pinocchio and how that probably couldn't be done today because of all of the weird dark themes in the movie and just the it's it's Absolutely a, a horror movie for kids. And yeah. There'd be no, no way to reasonably turn that into a, like a live action movie for, for a few reasons. So, uh, yeah, we want to kind of get into why, why that's true and, and, and talk about Pinocchio. Okay, cool. So, so first we have, um, Geppetto, and as the movie opens, this cricket, right, Jiminy Cricket, yeah, kind of takes us around Geppetto's workshop, and we're looking at all the cool stuff, and we see this unfinished puppet, and and then uh, Geppetto is arguing with the name of the puppet with his pets. He's a he's yeah. a lonely old man. Um, you know, he's dancing Pinocchio around the room and, uh, he's scaring the cat. And then we have this weird flirtatious fish who like bats his eyelashes and 
kind of gives these like come hither looks, this goldfish. Okay. And so, you know, it's really delightful, I guess. So he goes to bed. Yeah. And, uh, the cat opens the window. So Geppetto is looking at the star and wishes for Pinocchio to be a, an actual child. Like that's the right. beginning of the movie. So that's weird. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. This guy, he makes a already, puppet and then. Yeah, I'm kind of getting Michael Jackson feels already, you know, from that. Sure. It feels the same it's, thing. It's, yeah. It's a big leap. You know, how this old clockmaker guy and he likes his new puppet and that's cool. But he's old and now he wants a kid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, doesn't this guy have any idea of what raising a child entails? And so, but he's still wishing for a real life kid at his advanced age. Yeah. You know, I mean, how about like a lady friend or, a, you know, a boyfriend or, you know, a companion? When right. I'm not judging, but Geppetto automatically assumes that, that parenthood is a, is a good idea. Yeah. Um, so that's that's how it opens, and that's very strange. <clears throat> so then, um, so Geppetto wishes upon a star, and then after he does that, the blue fairy shows up. Right. She waves her wand, and, and suddenly Pinocchio is alive-ish. Okay. He's, he's still a puppet and made of wood, but he can move and talk and kind of walk around right um and then she tells geppetto that because he wished for a real boy pinocchio says hey am i a real boy and she says no in order to become a real boy to for geppetto's wish to come true it's actually up to pinocchio to prove himself quote brave truthful and unselfish so he has to earn his humanity. Right, but he's only a few seconds old, and she's, like, laying all this, like, heavy stuff right. on him, like, okay, you've got to be all these things. If, if yeah. You want to be a real... He didn't ask her to be a real boy. Geppetto asked for the guy to be a real boy. So he's she's right. laying all this, all this stuff on the puppet, and um, he, how would he know what being brave is or unselfish or truthful? So, yeah. You know, and the first weird thing about that is his nose grows when he lies. Yeah. So it kind of implies that the blue fairy knows that he's going to mess up. Yeah. Like, nice, nice job. Nice job, blue fairy. Right. So, okay, so that's weird. So... The very night the Blue Fairy gives life to Pinocchio, Geppetto tucks him into bed because apparently he has to go to school tomorrow. So this is like a half-wooden kid. He's like an hour old, and suddenly it's like time to wake up and go to school. Um, I mean, it seems like it would make sense to teach him some basic things about life maybe. Um you know, some fundamental life skills for a, a brand new half 
wooden puppet boy. Yeah. So in the morning, Geppetto hands Pinocchio an apple and a book. I don't know where he got the textbook, but he hands him a book. And yeah. he doesn't even, you know, Pinocchio doesn't even know what other kids are, much less what school is. So yeah. he's, uh, so he's walking down the streets of school and, and suddenly these two characters, uh, approach him and, uh, divert him away from school because he doesn't know shit. Like he's just like, hey, I'm a, I'm a puppet boy. Um, and, uh, so he doesn't go to school and the blue fairy says, hey, why didn't you go to school? And he says he met two big monsters and his nose doesn't grow. Mm. And and then he says they had big green eyes and his nose does grow. And right. he kind of figures out he's not supposed to lie, but but there, no one teaching him anything about like the the importance of telling the truth or lying. Yeah. Um and and why why is he predisposed to lying anyway? Like it doesn't make Right. Like he Right. So Right. <laughs> All right, so we jump ahead a little bit. He got, he meets some people, he meets some bad dudes, and then he gets like whisked, whisked away to a place called Pleasure Island with his friend Lampwick. And it's explained to him that, that Pleasure Island is a place with uh, no school, no cops, and it's all free. And so these kids are drinking, they're smoking, right. they're breaking stuff. They're eating ice cream. There's a fight club. And, uh, you know, basically anything that a, a young juvenile delinquent might want to get into. Um, and I, I, they're supposed to be, I guess, about eight years old. So, a bunch of eight year olds drinking and smoking and fighting. And, um, yeah, so that's weird. Can you imagine that being made into like a live action movie with a bunch of kids? Like smoking, like I guess you know, updated. They're like smoking weed. I don't know. Maybe they're yeah. smoking some crack, perhaps drinking. <laughs> like I crazy, crazy. So yeah. once the kids, once the kids drink and smoke enough, they magically start turning into donkeys. Mm. And um, and then for some vague reason, they end up working in um, in a mine until they die from exhaustion. Um, I don't know if this is some like negative reinforcement of good values to scare into kids, but it's just incredibly dark and unexplainable when if a parent like says, Hey kid, let's go see Pinocchio and the yeah. kids like, What? Yeah. But yeah. also that that's very island of Doctor Moreau ish as mm-hmm. well. And, and kind of, this is all just sort of a, a enslavement of behavior to kids and how they should behave with their parents. It's all very right. kind of, it's subtle, but it's really, well, it's not subtle. You know, it's kind of blatant in the, in the movie. It really is. Um, so, so Pinocchio gets captured by uh, this character Stromboli. And the blue fairy comes and rescues him, and she tells him that it's the last time she can help him out. Right. So, and that's weird, 
you know, she brings a puppet to life and then gives him some vague instructions about, you know, you've got to be good enough. Yeah. And then she uh, tells him not to lie. And then she yeah. says, hey, look, this is the last time I'm going to help you out. Abandoned. It's, it's abandonment yeah. issues for sure, right? Like, oh, yeah. no, I'm not good enough. Yeah. There's a lot of weird hints of uh, TTI here. It's very strange. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize this maybe tied into the stuff that we do on the Survivor Series, but right. I think Pinocchio qualifies. Yeah, he's in trouble. He's definitely, a, well, he's not even a teen. It's so no. um So you figure since she's a fairy and she has this kind of power that yeah. she may have known in advance how kind of this was going to turn out a bit. Um, like, why not, Blue Fairy, why not save him before he's headed to Pleasure Island? Um, right. So... It's just so messed up because when he escapes out of Pleasure Island, he's kind of half turned into a donkey. Yeah. And and then she send a, sends a message via a dove that Geppetto has gone to look for Pinocchio. Yeah. Right? And then somehow got swallowed by a big evil whale. Right. So she doesn't really help him at all. She's a bad blue fairy. Yeah, I agree. She's not nice. No, and then what's what's really like crazy is this is the first. What happens next is, is the first death in uh, in the Disney universe ever. Um, right. When the movie came out, the main character is dead for ten seconds. And everyone is sad, you know, and tears up and in a kiss of true love, the blue fairy saves the day. It, that wasn't in place yet. In, in fact, Pinocchio kind of started that whole true love's kiss will like revive people. Yeah. So Pinocchio drowns trying to save Geppetto and, um, it's it's weird because he's breathing underwater just fine when he's looking for uh, for the whale, and he proves that he's brave and unselfish. But this little wooden puppet is dead, you know, and, and the fish are crying, and it's just horrible, like just total nightmare stuff. Yeah. It's just awful. And then the blue, fa- the blue fairy does save him, though she revives him. And I guess that's her, her wish, the wish fulfillment of helping him. Like he dies, and she's like, "Okay, you're not dead anymore." So that, that sends a weird message too. Um, and and the last very strange thing about this movie is that, um, although Pinocchio escapes from. Pleasure Island and ultimately gets to become a real boy because he has proved himself to be brave. Um, the cricket gets a medal. There's some dancing. Everyone's happy. But but the leader of 
Pleasure Island, Stromboli keeps doing what he's doing. Um, all the bad characters are still bad. Um, Pleasure Island is still a temporary That's home big. to wayward boys on their way yeah. to uh, to donkey death. And nobody does anything about that. So No. It's just totally messed up. It doesn't have any place in uh in a kid's uh kid's mind. It's just the craziest thing and it's just not something that people generally think about. A lot of Disney movies are are like this. They're complete and total horror movies yeah. for kids. Like all of out um I have a I have a little story. Uh yeah. My mom took me to see Bambi when I was like three or four. Uh-huh. And uh, I shrieked, like I screamed so hard when his mom died, and I was hysterical for weeks about it. It literally traumatized the fuck out of me. Yeah, it's terrifying. I mean, it's terrific. Fire in the forest, and people are getting yep. shot, and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's horrendous. That scene is horrendous, and. It almost reminds me also, like, there was another film that really haunted me as a kid, which was Watership Down. Oh, my gosh. That's so frightening. That film is just terrifying on so many levels. Like, just, it's so morbid and disturbing. Yeah, I think that was, um, I think that was some Don Bluth um, animation. And he had a that that style of animation has had a tendency to be like really graphic like a lot of yeah. when when like the rabbits like would get hurt there would be like yeah. blood everywhere and stuff that would right. spurt out and um and then the look of fear in the rabbit's eyes like yeah. is haunting still and the gasping and the gasping oh, right. of the rabbit yeah you yeah, know, yeah like and how these are things that I probably shouldn't have watched as a kid, you know? I don't know. They seem to have a lasting impact. Like, even... Yeah. Like, I can recall this stuff, too, and it's just like, holy shit, like... Yeah. That's scary. Like, and, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that these movies shouldn't be made, um, but I think it is... There is some responsibility on the, the filmmakers to really, like, take some consideration about what they're putting out there and and how it might, you know, affect people, especially youngsters who this may be the first time they're ever exposed to any kind of, um, you know, on-screen, um, realistic, like, terror and violence. Um, yeah. Because they're, they're not marketed that way. You know, they're marketed as, I mean, well, actually, Watership Down was kind of, I mean, if you knew the story beforehand, you knew you would know that it's scary. But yeah. most of the kids who are going to see these movies with their parents had no clue. It's just another animated like movie that should be fun. Um, and you know, scaring kids is cool. That's there's nothing really wrong with that. But but some of this stuff goes so uh, deep and and. Um, the like internal logic of, of these movies is so flawed, like like with Pinocchio, where there's no justice whatsoever. 
involving all of these other poor kids who remain trapped in hell, basically. So, so yeah. it's cool that Pinocchio like survives and becomes a real kid. <clears throat> but what about the other kids and where are their parents? And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, just something to consider the, the darkness that we're putting out into the world that, uh, for kids' consumption. I don't know what a good kids' movie would really look like. I mean, I guess we could speculate on what some good children's movies are. Um, I think, uh, Maybe Toy Story is a good example of some of a movie where there's danger and and scary bits, you know, especially with like Sid and his like Frankenstein toys, and that's pretty dark. And but everyone, all the you know, all the bad characters kind of get a comeuppance, and and there is you know some redemption at the end for for the heroes. And even though that isn't necessarily the way real life works, you know, bad things happen to good people and nothing, you know, things don't necessarily get resolved. Yeah. But I think in the case of, excuse me, of of children's movies, it's kind of important that those things do happen. Um, Because why why do we want to raise a bunch of, like, cynical, jaded kids who are pretty sure that, that everything is going to be, you know, fucked from the beginning. I, I don't know. Um, I'm more inclined to want to put out, you know, hopeful material, especially for children. Later on, you know, um, the the truth about the world is much more uh, able to be consumed by by you know, teenagers, older older kids who ha- already have an understanding that not everything always goes their way or sometimes they get saved and not everyone else gets saved. But as far as, you know, like, really young kids, I don't, that's a weird message to be putting out there. Yeah. It's just odd. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a really questionable time to ask a child to question uh, mortality. And yeah. force because it, it forces that question. And I remember because that night I remember having a conversation with my mom as she tucked me into bed. And that was when I first asked her, you know, wait, I'm going to die someday and you're going to die someday. And, right. and I freaked out, you know, and it just freaked me out. It really freaked me out. Yeah. It's yeah. a horrible thing to have to, I mean, you you have to come to terms with that at some point as an infant. You you kind of you, well, not as an infant, but as a child, you you definitely sure. have to eventually think that and and have that question and have that conversation with your kid, but with your parent. But uh, right, I, I don't think it should be forced by a Disney movie. You know. Yeah, they've kind of I guess turned away from that whole philosophy. I, in in some ways, I think I think it's kind of uh, bold to to be doing this to take like a counter view that if you want to go that route and, and be really um, like scary and um, 
kind of show the world as it is, then you should, like, do that. But there's yeah. been this kind of um, schizophrenic um, uh, posture that, like, you know, especially Disney has taken where they're, they're kind of uh, – have now turned like entirely the other way where everything is great. And yeah, so they're missing this balance. That's one of the reasons I would really, I'm really interested in the idea of, of creating something like a real, you know, live action movie like Pinocchio to prove how like terrifying it really would be. Um, right. I think right. the one that was made like really fell short of, of the mark and you know, it, it wasn't a very good production. It was very low budget and yeah. no one saw it. But for someone to be brave enough to like take this this premise and and really show like beat for beat how terrible this is and really show these like you know young kids like drinking and smoking and doing crazy stuff and uh you know turning into donkeys yeah and um and how i mean it just it'd be a great horror movie like that it would be some real substance to it it would be a fantastic horror movie yeah 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 all right, so there, there it is, Pinocchio. What, do you, what do you think? Is it, is it good? Is it bad? Is it, is it appropriate? Is it like fantastic? Is, you know, what, what's going on with Pinocchio? And any other, uh, any other movies like that? Like, I'd be interested in hearing, um, yeah, some comments about uh, other movies or, or people's takes on, on that, the whole idea of of Disney movies as as horror films for kids. I'm just looking up on YouTube. I'm looking up um, Pinocchio horror movie. Yeah. There's something called Decades of Horror, Pinocchio. There's something called Pinocchio's Revenge, uh-huh. which looks like a live-action thing. There's something called... Uh, Oh, actually, that looks quite good. There's something called The Tree Man, and that's about it. Oh, Geppetto, a real boy, Crypt TV Monster Universe. Wow. There's also the Evil Pinocchio trailer. But Evil Pinocchio? Yeah. Oh, wait, hey, check this out. Like, I'm saying, like, you're, you can see this. So, <clears throat> apparently... Excuse me. Back in um, looks like uh, November of 2018, so several months ago, looks like Tom Hanks was in talks to play Geppetto in Disney's live-action adaptation of Pinocchio. Oh, Um, holy! No, I don't know if it's shown through, but the fact that. Oh, and okay, so I remember reading about this. Um, and then there was a competing Pinocchio project at Netflix with Guillermo del Toro setting to write and direct a stop-motion musical version. Yeah. Um, and I think both of those project, projects fell through. Um, I haven't heard anything regarding that. 
uh, recently. It's this is actually something that I've been interested in for a while because mm. it just I can't I can't let it go how crazy this movie is. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, Disney has canceled plans for a for a live action Pinocchio. Because the headline is, this is from January of 2019. Disney has canceled plans for a live-action Pinocchio, which is good news because that story is a basket of nightmares. Good. No shit. Like, it really is. Like, I don't think it can be done. No. Like, to stay faithful to the story, it should be done. There's no, it should be done. But there's no way that anyone's going to be brave enough to show a bunch of, like, Ten-year-olds drinking and smoking, mm-hmm. and turning mm-hmm. into donkeys and working in mines and dying. Yeah, yeah. But I think that it's super important, though. It's so weird. I'm like so conflicted of all this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So important because it really does tie in to the idea of <clears throat> the troubled teen industry. It's so many ways. Like, you could make yeah. a, you could, you could make a movie like that. Where the parents send their kid to the camp, and it turns out to be this, you know, horror story about uh, the misconceptions that the parents had about what the what these places are really like, and turn it yeah. into like a into like a magical realism kind of horror fantasy about kids turning into like donkeys mm. because uh, mm. yeah, dude, wow. Yeah. And I still like the idea of your kind of behind the scenes administrative look at the troubled teen industry. Kind of like, um, yeah. oh, what was the uh, Russell Crowe movie, uh, The Insider, about the tobacco industry? Yeah, I didn't see that either. But I, that isn't that a sequel to uh, to uh, uh, Top Top Gun and and uh, the other one? Ball beat. It, it, it is not. It is not. It is That's not. It. No. No, uh, no. It's it's the behind the scenes. But you know, it's about the whistleblower of the tobacco industry. Yeah. Who, I mean, what really, really inspired me was that Cheney thing done by, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. Because that. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly who I. What I. What I. Envision this guy as you know Litchfield, mm-hmm. right? He's just a slithering kind of like sales guy and just like bullshitting it like the entire way. And, and he could sit down and have this conversation that's so dark and so evil, plotting it out while while it's all forming, you know? Right, and have all these like kind of like Cheney was able to shoot his friend in the face and have his friend apologize to him for yeah, yeah, for getting shot in the face. Yeah, um, Litchfield seems to be able to do similar things in the sense that he brutalizes and traumatizes his kids indirectly and directly. Like his institutions do it, and then he's also like right there, you know, um, inappropriately flirting with teenage girls and stuff like that, and yeah. gets away with it. And, yeah, and weathers lawsuits and and, uh, and jump facility closures, you know, and changes it, his it, name, gets raided yeah, over yeah. and over again. Like 
it's the most hilarious story ever in a way. It's so right. tragic. There you go. It's like Pinocchio. Because it just doesn't thing. seem to yeah. be able to stop. No one can stop yeah. this guy for some weird reason. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's got like, these, like, like, superpowers or something. Just so untouchable. And that, that spins the conspiracy about TTI a lot, you know? And that, right. that's sort of where these things come in, where people are, survivors are endlessly searching for, for these clues. And they're doing mm-hmm. all this research work for these clues. And they're convinced. And yet they really, none of it ever pans out, you know? There might be one person who's in it, and then that's it, you know. Or right, but yet they still stick with it, and they 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 won't let it go. And it's the 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 real conspiracy is that the technology that was used in Synanon that somehow has something to do with the CIA somehow mm-hmm. that. That cult definitely had connections to CIA. Um, that technology is being used in every trouble team program, it seems. A variance yeah. of it. And that is what the conspiracy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, the fact right. that somehow that style of treating or, uh, therapeutic methodology is still at play and still being sold. Packaged mm-hmm. and sold. That's really the conspiracy. Right, that that people are so naive or blind to the realities of what uh, a ther- real therapeutic method is that they can just say, yeah, it's, this is a this is helpful. This is therapy for your kid, and and completely and one hundred percent openly, not not do the things that are therapeutic or helpful. Right. It's it's and crazy because even, it's it's known. I mean, this it, is not this is not secret stuff, really. You know, it's like no, it's in the paper, like here and there, like pretty consistently. Um, there's been, you know, people like. Whatever you think of Dr. Phil, he's he's shown some light on this too, and it just becomes this weird form of like entertainment, like where people aren't sure whether the kids are bad enough to go there or or oh, not my kid, because you know it's re- it's a re- there's a relatively small amount of children who go through this. I mean, it's thousands of them, but in the in the great scheme of things. It's a small percentage of kids who actually go to these places. It's a, it's so most people so that have no conception of what it's like. Yeah, exactly. It's enough that it can be swept under the rug like that. And this tough love thing, you know, that that seems to be at play in all of the programs and, and seems to be what's really sold, you know, yeah. is still being used. Like, we're that stupid. We're that stupid that we think we need to hit our kids. Or, you right. know, punish our kid. Or, you know, I mean, even even stupider, we, we think that we can send our kid away to be punished and that the kid will then come back sick. Yeah, like, it's crazy how it's crazy how the Pinocchio analogy fits because it's yeah. like it's like there's a, <clears throat> there's a parent and yeah. their kid is like half alive, like half yeah. real. 
Like they're not, yeah. they're not happy with their, you know, sentient wooden puppet that they have as a, as a child. And yeah. so TTI comes along as the blue fairy and says, listen, you're going to become a real boy when you show that you're brave and, and good and honest. Yeah. And so the way we're going to do that is to actually remove you from your parents and send you to this place that's shrouded in mystery. Uh-huh. And then your parent kind of goes off and, and wanders around, you know, quote unquote, looking for you, you know, hoping that you're going to come back as a real boy. And, and then you come home and, and you're, okay, you're a real boy now. And then, yeah. And then all of the things that you learned, you know, about, sex and drinking and smoking and misbehaving and within this facility, because that's really what's taught in a lot of cases, you bring that back and say, yeah, now I'm, I'm doing the same kinds of things, but I've got a brainwashed so that now I'm, I'm a real kid. And the parents are like, wow, it really worked. So any anything that happens after the fact is is looked at as Oh, I guess now you're just uh I don't I don't get it. Like I just don't understand because in most cases the kids who are sent away, there's nothing really wrong with them in the first place. They're just being kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's very strange. But uh Yeah, wow. This got this got deeper than I than I thought uh, I was also, talking about also, stupid Disney movies. Yeah, Can I just mention quickly that Dr. Phil is not our friend at all? No. No, I would agree with that. It, he, he has it, sent it, many it, kids away to these programs, and his the actual name Dr. Phil, which is really just, you know, now a corporation, right. is in total cahoots with these programs and gets oh, paid yeah. a tremendous amount. Dr. Phil gets paid by these programs to mm. send these kids. You know, that's yes. why they select the certain programs that they have who, and, right. like, they'll have, like, the program manager. I mean, have you ever seen an episode of Dr. Phil where he does this? I've only seen, now, see, I've only, I've only seen the quote-unquote good one where, with, um, um, Nick the, yeah. with the survivors on talking about yeah. what they've been through. And he was very empathetic right. and, and serious right. and concerned. But, yeah. no, I, I get your point. It's kind of like, I mean, the story behind that is nutty, too, because, you know, Nick at, at some point turns to Dr. Phil and, and like, slams him for being in cahoots. Hmm. And Dr. Phil, you know, agrees with him and goes, yeah, okay, I know, you know. And then at at the end of the taping, uh, Dr. Phil turns to Nick and goes, Nick, we've got to do something about these programs. Then immediately, Dr. Phil's people come into the room, take Nick out out of the studio, mm-hmm. kick him off of the lot, basically. Wow. And so what happens is, is that episode proceeds to manipulate the way his mother talked to him in the episode by using editing. Okay. So it fucked everything. Like, it wasn't a true episode. So what right. you're seeing isn't what actually happened. 
And they edited, the one... out, they edited out the part where Nick went at Dr. Phil and, and called him out for doing this. Because okay. kids are dying. He, he screamed that at him. You're wow. killing kids. See, I, don't, I haven't seen that. I saw the one with Liz and Jody. Now, is it the same episode? Right. No. Okay. You're talking about the doctors? No, I no, no. This was... Oh, was Dr. that the doctors? No. Yeah, no. I no, think they were on the doctors. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, okay, and, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. So in that case, because it was, it was, it was the uh, agenda for that particular show. It was all very, yeah. oh no, oh my God, this is terrible, um, right? But because right. because every show has a particular agenda, yeah, uh, he's a new it, person every time. It's not consistent yeah. because it's it's entertainment. And, uh, right. and I get yeah. that. And so it's kind right. of like you can't you can't take the word of a former staff member, for instance, like Eric Thor as as his redemption. You can't take yeah. an episode of Doctor Phil where he shows some compassion for this stuff right. as his real take on it, because he's just trying to get ratings. And so he'll yeah. take whatever it takes to get viewers, whether it's right. pro or Con PTI, like he'll do. Right. He's done both. So, uh, so I get your point. Um, well, and I, I, yeah. There's an there's an episode with the Catch Me Outside girl where she's she's been at the therapeutic boarding school. They have her like they have video of her there, and then she comes back on and talks to him. You know, yeah. after. Right. It's so funny. Right. I have to tell you that. Nat, uh, what's her name? Uh, I don't know her goalie? real name. Anyway, oh, yeah. uh, the ba- bad baby. Um, yeah. I, I love the fact that um, that she's now in, uh, signed with a, a major record label as a as a rap star. I think that's fantastic. Um, fucking amazing. And it's only because it's only because she had a quote unquote bad attitude. And did shit yeah. the way she wanted to do it, and yeah. um, yeah. So, so let's say kids I like mis- I think it's kids should misbehave because, and do what they want to do, and but it's curse also, out their parents. <laughs> it's also right. because of it's also because of 4chan. It's because right. 4chan created a meme of someone on 4chan created a meme of this girl, the Catherine outside girl, me. right, and, and that went viral. And then people went looking for that, and that went viral. The Dr. Phil show went viral. Mm-hmm, so people, mm-hmm. you know, and then people took clips of that, and they yeah. made that viral. And, and Reddit, it went viral on Reddit. So, like, right. that's the reason why. Yeah. It's, that's why she had the power to be able to do what she did. She she caught, in the middle of this Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil shit show, where he's selling her to this program, mm-hmm. um, she was able to do something that um, allowed allowed her to uh, become an internet sensation. Right, right, and that's just that was just kind of uh, lucky, you know. Yeah, in a way. incredibly just, lucky. Right, and but yeah, just but just like again, just like the Pinocchio scenario. Yeah. Um, she was like, I guess, you know, saved, you know, in a, in a sense from 
from that whole world. And, but, but that's it. Like it's not not good enough. You know, it's, yeah. it's great that it's great that this girl was able to uh, become successful because of her quote unquote bad attitude, right? And and refusal to to conform to any kind of bogus therapy and yeah. remained remained uh true to her bratty nature. Yeah. But the but the focus was not at all on what happened at when she went to this facility. Like and yeah. she probably just, you know, left and was like, Fuck this, I'm you know, I'm not doing this. I'm because she her her parent her mom, you know, was weak weak enough for her to to uh demand that she not be there. You know, yeah. which is rare. It's rare. It's not that's, that's not something that, that most kids have I, to drive to do. Is that what, is that what happened? I, I don't think I don't know what happened. happened. This is just a guess. No, I think what happened was is that he sold the parents on a three month thing with them. Because right. they do that for, for the Dr. Phil show, they'll do that. It's yeah. like what, what happened with Josh Shipp, because um, he had this show called Teen Trouble that I completely destroyed on uh-huh. the internet uh, okay. and wrecked. And I caused nice. his life, like, great harm. Like, well, not <laughs> not great harm to well, his life, but sure. I just made his life, I made his life a living hell because people had his phone number and they were calling him all night, one gotcha. night. Um, but... Um, Basically, like, I have to mention this other thing that happened was there was a girl on the Dark Spell show who got sent to a placement, uh, to a residential treatment, and she got mm-hmm. her arm broken being, uh, thrown out of bed. Okay. Throwing, thrown out of the top bunk by staff. She got her arm broken. And so she sued Dr. Phil for that. Okay. Yeah. Because, so, because and, he sent her there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he paid for it. So it's yeah. really like his responsibility. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to send you to Aspen Academy for three months. You're going to get this top-notch therapeutic board. So I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this place is amazing. And here is the program director, Keith Adelman, here to tell you what's going to happen to your kids. And then uh-huh. the director sells yeah. his administrative bullshit, and right. the kid goes. Everyone yeah. claps, the kid goes. Yeah, that's the right. routine. That is the routine. Pleasure Island. Yay! Yay! All right, I think we've uh, I think we've done it. I think we've yeah. uh, done episode forty-two. Um, forty-two, which is also the the number of the meaning of life. Which we're not going to get into because that's that's cliche, and yeah. it's just. Uh, and it, it, to be honest, um, Douglas Adams, the author of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, was asked about <clears throat> this whole thing with forty-two and, and that being the meaning of life, and he said, "Oh, I just made it. And there's nothing to it." So, uh, all you all you forty-two nerds out there, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. No. All right. 
Hey, we have All a right, Patreon. Bro. Hey, you know that? We do? We do. We, do? We, have, um, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash B2B podcast. People can donate and contribute one, three, or five dollars a month to help support the show. That's true. Do it now! That's a real thing. This is a value extraction portion of the show. Yeah. Right? And, you know, if you like like this, you can like it. You can press that like button, that thumbs up thing. Yeah. And there's a bell you can ring, apparently, right? You can ring the bell so that every time we produce an episode, you'll know. And you can can leave a comment. You can say all, all sorts of negative things about what we're doing here or perhaps even a nice thing. Um, yep. You can do all that stuff. Yeah. It's great. Don't cost nothing. Nope. Nope. All right. The, U- the YouTube overlords are watching, so uh, I guess until yep. next time. Bye. Bye.